Thank you, everyone, for listening to yet another episode of our Geek Out podcast. My name is Spaniard, also known as Eddie. And with me, as always, the forever DC fangirl, whose knowledge we will use on today's episode alone, Tisa Bobisa. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast yet again. We are loaded with so much content. Our ears and brains are about to explode. Ears? I don't know why I said ears. Just keep going. Moving on. Yes, yes, yes. No, we have a lot of content, a lot of awesome stuff that has just literally come out of nowhere. And, I mean, let's let's just dive right into the depths of it with probably one of the biggest news in like forever a game in which you and i love the franchise it has a huge fan base huge and huge huge. (laughs) and it just seems that no matter what they would have shown we would have been happy but we got an extra surprise, and we are talking about people, Borderlands Three. Borderlands Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spaniard, I was very excited to see that video that you sent me um from YouTube because I had heard about this, and I just never really took the time to like invest time and in, to look into it. But I am very excited because I still, right now, I should you know I will send you a screenshot. I have the original, very first Borderlands on my desktop right now. Yes, me too. I I love that game. Yes. And I just, you know, my favorite part about it is just the way it looks. Yeah. It's so unique. It's like prehistoric, but new at the same time, right? Right. It's so cool. So awesome. It's almost like if Archer, you know, our, our love, I love Archer. I don't know if there's any listeners out there that like Archer as well, but you know how Archer's animation, the cartoon thick lines and all that, it's just like very bright and colorful and right. like herky-jerky looking. It's like if if that became a video game. Yes. <laughs> like that style with the thick lines and all that. It was just really, it's really cool to look at and it's even better to play. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, the cel shaded look, look is really what sets Borderlands, Borderlands apart from all the others. And, and fun, fun fact... fact is that it originally was not developed like that. It was developed to look pretty much like a regular old third-person shooter, similar to Doom, uh, Fallout, something in that sense. But in the middle of production, they just decided to say, you know what, we need something that looks different. And I think the biggest reason they did that too is because at the time, because you're talking about this is back in like, what 2008 2009 i think when the first borderlands came out like yeah that there were so many games at that point like fallout rage you know all these other games that may have come out around that time um that they were pretty similar so they had to stand out and i love that they took that risk to do so and it fits the whole kind of like uh how do you want to say it like crazy awesomeness that the game brings like the game is a game that has no rules yet 
it does and it works well does that make any sense (laughs) (laughs) uh yes it makes perfect sense in a spaniard kind of a way Oh, I love this game. It brings me it brings me back. Like I love Borderlands. When it first came out, I bought it on PlayStation 3. And then just like you, when I got huge into the PC gaming, I bought it on PC again. The original Borderlands played it all the way through, 100 percentile everything. And then when Borderlands 2 came out, it was just like, holy, you know? And then the characters just got even better with the powers you know like the graphic style was still awesome seeing the explosion of all these different characters and you know i played a ton of my time with bob and jeff like awesome awesome game time that i had with them in borderlands 2 online pc i i still remember that time and now i'm just pumped because they're gonna be showing more info on this and like what, what was your favorite, like, class? What, what, do you, what are you excited about just from seeing in this trailer, whether new or old? And what, what are you looking forward to when it actually does come out? You know what? Like, I don't even remember their names. But what's the one that had, it was the skinny little guy with the, like, dreads and a ponytail in the original Borderlands 1? Mordecai. The yes, hunter. I've- I love Mordecai. Like, he is my go-to in Borderlands. Me too. I second that. I'm a Mordecai guy. I love, love Mordecai. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't too fond of the big herky-jerky dude because he's just really slow and loud and eh, I'm not really into the brute strength. Um, The chick was okay. She was, like, my second favorite. I don't remember her name either, but... um, I still, Mordecai is my, my fave. Yes. He's, my, he's Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the heroes are characters, however they're called in, in the series here. Like, the new ones that they showed, for the short amount of time that they did, I mean, they didn't seem like they went too in-depth on it. Um, I did like that we got to look a little more in-depth on the villains. They look like badasses, just like all, yeah. all the villains do in this series. And um, But they look cool. The, the characters look cool, as always. Uh, right. I was happy to see Claptrap, even though it was for a very, very short time. Um, and I, it was cool to see returning uh, characters, which they made a big emphasis on, right? They're like familiar faces yes. or something like that. And they showed a bunch of people that you just fell in love with. Uh, throughout the series and then new ones that came in borderlands 2 and then thereafter so um yeah so this game looks amazing as you said and also i love that they have the big you know fucking cars that see that was one of the best times when i was playing with a couple of my friends on borderlands 1 just fucking shit up in those giant cars just yes and then you've got like someone who's handling the cannons or the shooting and then someone else who's steering and then you flip it and the other person's like what the fuck <laughs> you know i'm trying to shoot these bitches stay still yes you know, so it's just it's so much fun and i noticed that they kind of plugged that into the video as well the promo video that you sent me the preview yes um so that looks like a ton of fun i mean it looks so badass and you know what i did enjoy is just some of the beasts that they have in oh, the game. Yes, yes. Um, that I'm looking forward to. That's one of my favorite parts is is not only are your enemies other human beings, but they have beasts that come out of literally nowhere. True. They, like crawl out of the fucking holes of the mountain, just maul you to death. And you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? I didn't see you coming. Right. So 
you know, and some of them are really hard to kill. Yes. You know, you've yes. got to have like a crew to take these bitches down. So And that's the um, cool part too, is because yeah. it's it this is this is a game most games now with multiplayer, it's you against the world, right? You can go and you can co-op with people or something like that, maybe on some, you know, like, hangout or something like that, especially with the huge battle royale things that have been happening up nowadays. Mm-hmm. But something like this, it, it, it brings back that, okay, this is like, we can sit down on a couch, even though we'll all be on our own computers, kind of play, get together, do some missions, and take down these sons of bitches. Like, it's just, I, I was smiling through the whole thing just to get how much fun I'm going to have getting this Heck game yeah. and playing it with everybody, right? Like, yep. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember Aaron ever being um into the game. I definitely know Bob and Jeff because we were, time. I think maybe Josh was into it. Uh, but we definitely will have a crew, and that will be just so much fun. Just to, I like, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know when it's gonna come out though. That that's the that's my biggest thing is like, they said they're gonna have more information in April, which is awesome because it's just around the corner. And but my fear is that, you know, the biggest I would say the biggest first person shooter that is on everyone's hands, even though this one is huge, is Cyberpunk. So I, I feel like we got to know when Cyberpunk's going to come out to also know when maybe this, because I think you can't release both of them at the same time. And I mean, you could. They're, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If I had a choice between Borderlands and Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk is definitely winning 100% of the time. Me too. Me, Absolutely. I, uh, I mean, I would play the shit out of some Borderlands 3. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... I hope it comes out way before. <laughs> I'm hoping, and that's what I'm, I, I get the vibe that, you know, maybe they were going to announce it for, like, E3, the big event, you know, that happens in June for all gaming and stuff like that, but they were probably thinking, you know what, like, this is a good time. Like, it's been quiet, right? I mean, Devil May Cry 5 has been killing it for March. Oh, don't uh, get me started. I love that game. Wife and I just started the Yoshi's game, the Yoshi's Crafted World, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and then, you know, but everything else, like announcements or anything like that has been really quiet. So I felt like they wanted an opportunity to say, hey, like, it's quiet. Let's do this. And they did. Like, the comments that I read, you can tell they're from true Borderlands fans. Like, <laughs> reading right. quotes and stuff, they're like, wait a minute. We're getting gypped. The first Borderlands had a bazillion guns. This has over a billion, you know? So <laughs> something <laughs> stupid like that. And it's just like... Oh my god, it's just like oh, and then to throw it all off, they're like they're <laughs> they're like, oh, tons of guns and stuff like that. How about guns with legs? Like <laughs> Dude, and then that little thing with the little tiny legs running around shooting your ass. I died when I saw that. Me I that too. Was oh Guys, my god. For those of you who've never played Borderlands, we're going on and on about it. Not everybody's ever played it, but true, true. it's so much fun. You yes. really should just like look up on YouTube Borderlands and just see how unique this game looks. It's really cool because literally everything will kill you, but yes. you pick up and you pick up supplies on the way and you can upgrade and all that kind of stuff as you complete missions and things like that. There are quests and all that as you complete you kind of get currency that you can buy and, you know, that kind of sort of thing. And it just seems like the possibilities are endless, especially if you play with people. It's obviously so much more fun. And the characters and their abilities, every, like like Spaniard was saying, each character has their own kind of uh, unique ability that they kind of bring to the table, which is really awesome. Um, and it comes in handy as well. And as I said, there's these giant cars that you can get into with another person. One person can handle the 
shooting and another person could get in the car and drive it around, which is so much fun. Um, and there's just this new game coming out for it, and the series is going to continue, which is great because it's been dormant for so long. Yes! Oh, oh way so, too long. So, so long. Looking uh, forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be a, a ton of fun. Yes, uh, 100% agree. Uh, we'll definitely be talking more about it probably in the next few weeks when they start releasing a bit more information. Um, but man, I really hope we get, if we don't get a release date in the next month, I hope by e3 we get something and if it comes out this year and then they say for cyberpunk hey, it's not coming out to next year i'm good i'm happy i'm i'm so happy because i'm like i can enjoy borderlands 3 and, and then, then still get, get cyberpunk next year when it's completed because you know cd project red takes their time with games they don't, they don't care. care. Totally fine. It's yes, worth the wait. it is. It is, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. You, you know you're, what, what you're gonna, gonna get, get, but just seeing this trailer just got me so freaking hyped. Oh my god, I just can't. It makes me want to jump back into Borderlands 2 right now. Just get the squad back and just start playing. Like I don't know what it would do because I already finished all the missions, but maybe just start from scratch and just go from there. Who knows? Who knows? But well, uh, I know that that whoever, whatever production team put that video together for this the trailer uh, for this game, Borderlands Three, they need a fucking promotion because yes. it it did its job. It got you pumped. It showed you just enough to please your urge to want to see what the game's all about it showed you all the bells and whistles but it didn't give you too much true 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 you know it it had like a few and i haven't seen a trailer like that in quite some time where it has like a flash of words to just get you pumped up in between all the stuff you know which was really unique and and kind of cool so i love the video i love what they did with it they're really good at just standing out from the rest of the gaming world and you know, kind of breaking the mold, and I just love love every moment of that video. So great, oh. great work, great job all around, and I'm excited. I'm pumped. Pumped. I'm oh pumped. man. Oh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be. I can't I can't wait. Now, now this is where you come in. Okay, you are, you know, the Batman guru, as it were, a guru, however you would say it, right? So th- <laughs> this this this. I, I need to know what your reaction was because I'm pretty damn sure you were the first person to find out about this. But, like, when I found out, it hit me like a fucking bricks. Like, a ton of bricks just slapped me in the face. And I was like, what did I just watch? And, like, just tell me about this prequel that we're going to be getting from Epics in the Batman series about Alfred. <laughs> like, tell me well, about this. I will tell you that... Alfred has always been this mysterious guardian in the Dark Knight, in Batman, in all this kind of stuff, in the comics, in the movies. Everyone has always just, like, been... Alfred is... It's not just Batman. It's Batman and Alfred. It's Batman and Robin. Alfred is just as much a part of the story as Batman and Robin and everybody else, the Joker. Batman would be nothing without Alfred. Let, let's just face it. Like, Alfred is the the quiet Jiminy Cricket. He just, <laughs> he's there. He gives a little bit of guidance. He keeps him on track, you know, and he's just like the, the angel on his shoulder that just kind of says, you know, Bruce, you know, this and this and that. But this Pennyworth series, it only gave me just a little tease. However, I will say... I, I really hope that it's good because um, 
I know that in Gotham, think uh-huh. about Gotham the yeah. series. Um, that Alfred is fucking badass. I think he. Oh, Rogue's barking. Uh oh. I think that he is actually the best character in that entire show. He is even better than Commissioner Gordon. Whoa. Gotham, which you know, I think Gordon is completely hot. It, but I think it's just his hair. Anyways, he's wearing a suit <laughs> and he has really nice teeth. And anyways, but you know, I love Pe- I love Alfred Pennyworth in Gotham. Uh-huh. So we're going to get a whole nother take on it. We're going to get young Alfred, his upbringing, where he's from, his history, how he became. We What is it? We don't know. All I know is that this is something I'm definitely going to watch. Absolutely. Because I, you know, everyone needs to know the story of Alfred Pennyworth. Mm-hmm. And to know, I hope they lead up to the to the crossroads of when the the Wayne family, you know, kind of interacted with Pennyworth, Alfred Pennyworth. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so you, you, you're in agreement then, um, that this isn't something that shouldn't have been made. And what I mean by that is, cause I I know you'll be like, what do you mean? But just hear me out. Okay. Cause I'm on your side. Let me just say that first. Cause I think it looks fucking cool as hell. Like I, when I find it, it's one of those things like you get that sweet pleasure. It's not what you were expecting when you heard of a batman prequel but when you get it and you see it you're like i'm so intrigued now but for uh, for me i kind of look at it from the other's perspectives as well because you know me i like to see all the broad ends to kind of get from everything so so you you don't feel that this should not have been made you're actually excited for it to see a different kind of hero perhaps of an upbringing because we could have had something of maybe like you know, we've already seen the young Bruce. We've had the Gotham. We're getting that now going forward. Um, you know, we're getting the Joker spinoff. You know, that's coming up with Joaquin Phoenix and everything. But right. we, we haven't had a new Robin, you know. They, well, they're doing we've, the- had a, we've had a couple of Catwomans. We've mm-hmm. had a, a, several of the villains, you know. Um, and now we have Alfred Pennyworth. Okay. All right. So, so it's not a mistake. I do see I do see, you know, some people where they they have their opinions and everything like that. However, I am a fan of an everlasting story. Okay. I if I love something and I love the characters and I love the realm that it surrounds, I have no problem expanding that story in any direction that it needs to go and as long as it coexists with the true core of the comic, I'm fine. You know what I mean? As long as they don't turn Alfred into some weird, like, thing that's all left field, that has nothing to do with anything that he is and what we know today. Right. That's all that I care about. Um, okay. Which they very well might. I don't know. That's why I said I really hope that it's good. I, I don't want it to go all wild on me and and completely uh, go astray okay i want it to stick to what i know about batman and if they do then i'm all for it awesome okay i i feel i feel for for me i feel like dc has a very good undertaking of where they want to go with things moving forward um i've had i've heard a lot of i haven't watched it i'm intrigued of getting the dc universe thing because i hear the shows are really good i heard teen titans are actually doing much better it started off slow but i heard it's really good now and i hear the doom patrol i think it's doom patrol 
uh, with DC is amazing. I've heard nothing. I have had no negative commentary from people who I know and trust that have watched it and from reviews and stuff that I have read. And I'm just like, wow, this seems like, and, and it looks like a really cool bunch. So I'm like, well, that's really interesting. So I feel like perhaps maybe they get, and then they got James Gunn now, right, to go ahead and direct the Suicide Squad, which is going to be a reboot of Suicide Squad. <laughs> so it's like, but James Gunn, look what he did with freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I think perfect fit. I think if they do bring back Joker for Suicide Squad, not to get too far away from our Pennyworth, but like he can bring back the Joker how he wanted to, how it should have been portrayed, and how that movie should have gone, right? So for me, I feel like it's really cool because I feel like sometimes... We get so many of these, you know, we got the Dark Knight series, which is awesome, right? The Dark Knight trilogy oh, is amazing. One of the best. Right. One of the best. Right. Yep. And then but now to get like this side story of a character that you you know, but now we get to know more of, I think that's really awesome. The first thing that it brought to my mind was I remember when I watched Pitch Black, one of my favorite movies, right? I watched that Pitch is an Black. Amazing movie. Right? And then I'm just thinking, wow, like this character is really cool. And then all of a sudden, bam, Chronicles of Riddick, just out of nowhere. And then I find come to find and realize, like, they have this whole, like, uh, uh, what's it called, graphic novel series of this character, and it was so badass. So you got to find out more about it, more about the character, how they go about it, and then these other ones that come later afterwards. So uh, I think it looks cool. They didn't show much, like you said, but it was enough to get me intrigued to say, okay, okay, Alfred, now when I watch you... <laughs> As the old man butler, I can see there's a little bit of uh, something there. I admit, I'm not, um, I've only watched one or two episodes of Gotham. I didn't get into it because I know my wife is big into superhero stuff, and I feel like that is something that we can watch together. Um, and I'll be honest, I've heard some spoilers, unfortunately, from social media, so it kind of strayed me away. I fucking hate people! <laughs> so, but oh, I... Yeah, but I, I will go back and I'll watch it once. You know, I, I think good time would be when Game of Thrones comes out because then everyone will be talking about that. So, uh, but that's cool. I'm glad that you're excited about it because, like I said, I've, I've heard I, a lot of people are like, holy shit, this looks so cool. Like, and somebody even said on the comments, a total Batman nerd, you could tell, they said, not the, not the series that we need, but the series we deserve or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like that is so such a batman thing to say like it's so true <laughs> yes 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 so that's I cool i love that i love that yeah great. that is awesome that is awesome now we're we're, we're going to stray a little bit another another we're going into a movie now and this movie i feel is another one of that guilty pleasure where like I I have read these books. I, I don't I don't remember. I think you may have read them. I can't remember. But the scary story, the scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay. Like, yes. <laughs> like yes. holy shit. We, we got, got we, we had, had some, some teasers, teasers Tisa Bobisa, but we, we got, got like the full on trailer. I sent it to you. You saw it. Wow. Just tell me. Just talk to me. Talk to me. Scary stories to tell in the dark. First of all, let's go back in time when we were in what middle school? Yes. And maybe even elementary school. Who knows? Who the fuck? Like, what parent? Why was that in the library? <laughs> like nowadays, I feel like if that book was in the library, some parent would like sue the whole entire state of Florida. <laughs> 
know, like, <laughs> these parents nowadays are such freaking little pansies. It's like, oh, no, blah, blah. I'm not going to get on a tangent. But anyway, <laughs> I would say, like, we were able, we were we were hooked on those books. Hooked. Oh, my I gosh. Mean, and the scary, dark illustrations Ooh. in those books made the stories that much more scary. Yes. As if the words themselves weren't going to give you nightmares for weeks. <laughs> yes. Okay? But now we have this trailer bringing it to life on the big screen. And I can't wait. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I I got a little creeped out. Oh, like, me too. I got and I don't really I don't really get creeped out that much. I mean, I love scary movies, but unfortunately, when you're a junkie like me and you've seen just about as many garbage, good, scary, thrill chill, not so scary movies, it's like everything's all already been done so yeah. many times and you've seen it all, right? right so right. it's really hard to get like really spooked on a good scary movie. Um, but you still watch them anyway because you like scary movies. And true, I like true, true. blood, so why not? But this trailer, I mean, we saw just, oh, God. I'm like getting heebie-jeebies just thinking. Oh, God. Oh, dude, like that <laughs> thing. Okay, guys, if you like scary movies, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was just like a collection of short stories back in the day when we were kids yes and if you don't remember it i guarantee you if you see it on google images it will take you back and you will instantly remember seeing this book oh. or knowing someone who Ooh. was reading this book it was so huge when we were kids you have at least heard of it yes. and now this movie is coming out it's 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 gonna blow your fucking mind oh god like the and oh just, just the, the creatures the, the creatures that were in this movie and the pimple part. Ooh. Oh, God. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You brought up an amazing point. Not not many not many books back then, or even now, should even say, where you get a bit of an illustration to kind of give you that extra oomph as far as the imagination that the books bring. But, but you said it perfectly. Creatures, like disgusting, like horrific, like just exactly literally, literally will give you nightmares. And I can't wait for that. But the best part is they picked the best person of creature knowledge to assist with this film and Guillermo del Toro. Like, holy <laughs> fuck. Like, oh my God, the hallway. The hallway in the school when the yes. oh my oh I'm thinking about it oh my god I gotta turn the lights on hold on <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no it's it's that thing when she's it looks like somebody's in a jail cell Ooh. right and there's this thing oh crawling it looks like a person that's bent over backwards Ooh. ladies if you're listening and you're and you're and you can you remember when you're a kid you do a back bend with oh. your palms backwards oh my gosh land backwards and your back would be arched and your belly would be up <laughs> dude this thing is moving like that crawling Ooh. around oh my gosh oh my lord i can't even and it's oh. all dirty and dark looking mm. no that that scene in the school, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's this big bloated yes thing oh. in the hallway, just moving towards the person, and it's just like no, and it's not even that scary looking of a creature. It's just eerie. It's yes. uncomfortable, disgusting. and its face is all shrunken. Oh. It's disgusting. Yes, it's just it's just repulsive. 
And that's what these stories were. They were repulsive in so many different levels. And I just love it. Oh, I love it. God. All right. We're, we're seeing this together. I think it comes out this summer. I think it comes out this summer. We're seeing it together in preparation. We're literally, we're literally seeing it together and we're gonna see this movie as well yes 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 absolutely absolutely i actually i saw it by myself and i still remember the couple in front of me <laughs> they jumped and it because they jumped it was the first time in a long time i've jumped in a movie because <laughs> when they jumped i was just like shit because I'll, I'll i'll be true and honest like i love i, I get scared i want to i won't be afraid to admit that but i i'm a person i actually like the feeling of being scared like the whole holding your breath like waiting for something to pop out and then you just go jesus and it just comes out yeah. you know like you just feel like your soul just kind of leave a little bit and then come right back you're just like oh you know like it, it's just it's a it's a fun it's a fun feeling you know like and that's why you know oh, we used yeah. to go to especially uh, if you go to the movies with me you oh, haven't been to a movie in with oh, me in a while okay jesus you will get have to bring like a padded arm brace I, i'm gonna have to start working i will out. go with you and <laughs> i will just like oh <laughs> like start punching you in the arm <laughs> Uh, I still have the scars to prove it. Still have the scars. I remember uh, what was it? Didn't you have like a broken arm or a broken pinky or thank something? Yeah. The Lord that I was freaking on the opposite side of my broken arm. Yeah, because I just had the car accident and we went to go see a scary movie. And you were sitting. It was my left arm. Luckily, that or was it my right arm? can't remember i think it was my left arm and then you were sitting on the right hand side of me and you just started fucking wailing <laughs> on my right arm when somebody was like popping out of the dark i can't remember yeah, what we I watched but what movie it was oh my god i just god. know that something happened and i just start punching spaniard like in you know, when i get excited <clears throat> or scared or mad or something really extreme emotion happens in a movie. Some reason, I just have to abuse the person sitting next to me. <laughs> so, Spaniard somehow is always that victim. I, I usually, so, yeah. but I, I'm I, I'm one of the only people you know that watches scary movies. So yeah, not not too many people do like watching scary movies, so especially in the theaters. So oh man, it's so <clears> dark and ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's all. Oh, this is gonna be. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's gonna be so much fun. I'll prepare. I'll start so working out when I walk out of there. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be wet. <laughs> <laughs> I get sweaty when I get scared sometimes. Oh God, it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. I, I, I definitely look forward to it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really fun. Um. So before we get into maybe some uh, other gaming stuff on here, uh, we got a couple of other movies, uh, shows, and stuff we want to talk about. Um. But let's start off. Uh. We'll, we'll die down. I'm sure everyone who's driving their car is like looking in the back seat, making sure nobody's there, like freaking the fuck out. Um. You know, you you saw Dumbo, a movie that you you love as an animated film, and now you were really excited. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week in regards to Tim Burton. You got to see it. Uh. You have some thoughts. What What do you think? Um, you know what? A what I went in there empty. Um, I went in there with no expectations and I was pleasantly surprised that it was a decent movie. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it, it they took it in a completely different direction from the original animated movie Dumbo, which is very different from what they've been doing with all of their other live action movies. Normally when they do a live action, it's very similar if not exact to the original 
true animated movie <laughs> so this was a bit of a shocker for me i was expecting some differences but this was just whole wow very different um they did have this the staple moments in Dumbo in the movie, of course. Uh Um, But like I said, the story was just, wow, so, so different. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't didn't (laughs) hate it. That's never a good sign. (laughs) I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I thought it was cute. Um, And I do enjoy Danny DeVito a lot. Yes. Um, I enjoyed the choices that they picked. I don't remember the woman's name, the actress who plays um, Penny Penny and Petty Dreadful. And I believe she's also in Miss Peregrine's House of Peculiar Children. I I enjoy her acting style. She's a little bit odd and quirky in the way she delivers her lines, but um, and she's also has a very sharp features in her face, so she's yes. really interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in this movie, and I really enjoyed her character. The one thing I will say, though, um, I feel like this movie was missing some really key elements um, as far as um, the story. I feel like they maybe went a little long with it and were just cutting scenes okay. that were needed to right. develop things um and that might be what i'm missing um now the dumbo the animated the cgi flawless beautiful amazing um i i feel like the danny elfman i believe is the one who scored this movie for the music mm-hmm. um and for his track record and and how i love his music and most of his uh, other films that he's done before, I was expecting just a little bit more um, because this movie, because it doesn't have singing in it, um, it, I felt like it needed a really big sound, like music. Hold like, up! A, a Disney, Disney movie, movie with, with no singing. singing. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, <laughs> 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 um, and it, and, um, it was very abundant in sad moments. And I know that Dumbo is very sad, um, but it builds to a happy moment in, in the, in the film. And so this one, it, it was, it, it definitely built to a happy moment and, and it does give you that, but in just very, very different way. So, um, for those of you who are looking forward to seeing Dumbo and you are a fan of Dumbo, um, don't be discouraged. Just keep an open mind that you are going to see something very, very different than what you might be hoping for. Um, but I did like the message. The message was very strong and clear about animal abuse and entertainment and everything like that. They wanted to clear the air and make sure that, you know, they weren't condoning or um, encouraging, you know, performing animals and things like that, which is, I'm very passionate about that. I don't, I never took my kids to see the circus neither of my kids have seen the circus maybe once because my parents took them i have never taken them to the circus because of the animals i just call me crazy i just don't want to support that kind of thing um and that's why dumbo has been so important to me and that's one that i show my kids because i want them to know that animals need to be respected just like people and you know all that kind of stuff so that message was definitely clear in this movie which i was happy about you know, that's cool. So, um, again, I mean, if I were to rate it, I'd probably give it maybe like a six and a half or a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, just because it's kind of like one of those things with Marvel, 
you know, or Disney, you expect, wow, big shock amazingness. <clears throat> and um, this was, was just like a really chill and good. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't hate it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, like I wasn't, I wasn't interested. I, I really liked the animated. <clears throat> it wasn't anything that I would say if I really want to see Dumbo again, it's like I'd rather just watch Dumbo. It wasn't yeah. like for me. It wasn't like Beauty and the Beast, where I I really enjoy Beauty and the Beast, the animated. And then when they said a live action, I was just like, holy shit, I need to see this, you know. Right. And and it right. was. But uh, I'm glad that you liked it because, like you said, you you have a huge you know spot for Dumbo and stuff like that. But you know, um, w- would you say would you say it would be at least you know like red box worthy for those who may be like hesitant i mean i'll, I'll be honest the the reviews are getting shit on which i i, I figured i i said that I last think week that's exactly why like yeah. some of the things that i talked about just now uh-huh. that's why people are just a little disappointed because it's not what they were hoping for and right. it's not like i said it's it's not the dumbo that you know and love it's very okay. different so all right okay um, you know if you're curious and you just want to give it a shot i don't see why you can't spend what is it a dollar fifty now for red box yeah yeah yeah. um it's worth a shot um it's not i don't think that it's something that will you'll hate you might i mean i don't I'll know you're a little you're a lot harsher on movies than i am <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> uh, but i mean i think that ava would maybe like it i'm not sure um but my kids enjoyed it mm-hmm. so for me that was worth it that was Shit. a win that was that a win was good yeah. yeah. Okay. So, All right. Cool. 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 All oh, right. Another movie that yes. I saw this yes. weekend. I saw two movies this weekend. Two. 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 <laughs> uh, actually, my uh, the the dirt, which is a movie on Netflix. Okay. And I kept seeing this thing pop up on my banner. My my Netflix knows. They're like, bitch, you need to watch this. Okay. <laughs> like okay. And so I'm like, all right, Netflix, chill. All right, I'm gonna watch it. So I watched it on Thursday. Um. Thursday night, I watched about half of it, and then Josh came over to hang out, and then I restarted it again to watch it from beginning to end because I hate watching things from the middle. Um, and so technically, I watched it almost twice. Okay, loved it. It's a movie about the old '80s rock band Motley Crue. Okay, pretty hard rock, rock and roll um, style music genre, and just. They're just troublemakers. It is exactly what the name of the band is. Mm-hmm. And the movie is about how this band came together, okay. how the music um, became uh, such hits, why they made their mark in the music industry, how, you know, what their backgrounds are and everything else. And I love movies about music. I love Walk the Line about Johnny Cash. I loved mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, The Doors, all that kind of stuff. I'm a big music guru. Okay. So if you love rock and roll and you love the 80s, this is a good movie for you. I will warn you, though, this movie is not something that you want to watch with, like, your grandma or your kids. Oh. Um, this is definitely adult content. It has heavy nudity, heavy sex scenes, heavy drug content. It's about Motley Crue, an 80s band. Hair, like, it is hands down not, like, family friendly. No wonder Josh came over. Well, <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, I, I so, believe that if you're into that kind of thing, you will enjoy the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like anything moving. I still think that Bohemian Rhapsody was way better. That, um, that was actually my next question. 
because yeah, I've, well, I've heard I've heard of this movie, the Dirt movie that you're talking about. I've seen it on the feed. Um, you know, I, I like I like movies like this on bands. I love absolutely loved Walk the Line. Like, but I think that's a different type of thing because it's it's focused on one person. I think right. band stuff it, it can you know be hit or miss. Um, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot of goods and bads that i heard of didn't see it myself still want to and i will i know i think it's in Redbox now and i i just gotta go just go and just do it just do it and just watch it um mm-hmm. but <clears throat> i've Prepare heard comparisons emotional all right i will i will i've heard comparisons from this movie to that and i i from what from what i have read and from what i have heard from people again people that I actually trust not just like yeah i watched it and it was okay and i asked them okay why was it okay and they just say because it just was i'm like all right fuck you too so <laughs> yeah, you know worst review <laughs> <laughs> so i just like i i've heard more good things about the dirt movie than i have about bohemian rhapsody so really? you're saying bohemian rhapsody you felt overall was better than this movie. So l- why don't well, you tell right, me I'll like the differences? I'll give you my pros and cons on both movies so you guys can make your own judgment okay, okay, based okay. off of when you, when you watch it. Right, right. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, I felt, in my opinion, was better. Number one, I'm biased, and Queen is one of my favorite bands. Okay. Um, so there's that. So you can definitely tell that I'm leaning more towards Bohemian Rhapsody because of the bias, mm-hmm. but I will give some fair points. So... Um, I felt like that movie was mm, very compassionate towards um, Freddie Mercury and the development of that band and their struggles and focused on their passion for music um, and their journey along the way. And this is more than just, okay, four guys get together, they get a band, they get make it big you know, make mistakes, blah, blah, blah. Of course, these are key elements in any musician story, mm-hmm. right? right? But it was it was very deep and involved, just like Walk the Line. You take the journey with him. You feel his sorrow. You feel his love. You almost feel sorry for him because he's so stuck in his own depression. And just his pa- compassion for the music, it's like his only escape in Walk the Line. So that movie has a very high stake. It, it sets the standards really hard, high when it comes to m- music movies. So Bohemian Rhapsody is up there with Walk the Line, in my opinion, because it takes you on a similar journey. Mm-hmm. Um, only you're following Queen and, and Freddie Mercury, and you can see that this rock god, in my opinion, has his own solemn loneliness, you know, and his own pain and... It's like, you know what I mean? You could have all the money in the world and you can still be sad. And oh, absolutely. So, so that's why I feel that Bohemian Rhapsody was amazing. Um, there were some things about it, if you're a huge queen guru, that were a little out of chronological order as uh-huh. far as how they told the story. But okay. it's very minor and I think it's forgiving for the sake of making the movie. Um, but um, it, it just... For, for people to sit here and say that they cried, um, so, like so many people, so many people have told me I cried in that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mm-hmm. cried. I cried my eyes out. I went with my mom and one of my really good friends, um, Abby, from work, and she cried. 
my mom was tearing up. My eyes were watering. I'm not a crier like that. So, but I did, my eyes did water. They got a little misty. Okay. Okay. So that's my stance on Bohemian Rhapsody. I will say a lot of the similar things happen in Dirt. Um, my thing about Dirt is it felt a little rushed. Okay. It was just like chunk, 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 chunk. Um, as far as, you know, what the way they told the story. However, you got to see a lot more fun. And the way they told the story was very different from Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, you were along with them in every single journey. Mm-hmm. You weren't just watching a movie. You were experiencing their parties. You were experiencing their drunkenness. There was a moment in this movie, Spaniard, where this guy, he's like, oh, you want to know what it's like? He's talking into the camera at you. Oh, you want to know what it's like to be in a rock band? Well, let me show you what a typical night is like. And then he's handcuffed to a bed. Wake up, 5 p.m., don't remember shit. And then it's just like re- like rewinds back and you just see they they filmed it in such a way that you feel drunk. The okay. camera's going side to side. It's blurry. It's tunnel vision. You know, he's bumping into shit. It's, it's really point of view kind of. And it's just crazy. I'm like, holy shit, I feel drunk watching this. <laughs> it's incredible. It's just a totally different way of storytelling. Yes. Um, and But for me, like I said, it just felt really rushed. I felt like I didn't get a whole lot of connection with a couple of the members of the band. And like you said, maybe it's because it's Bohemian Rhapsody was focused on one person mostly mm-hmm. versus Motley Crue was really only focused on two out of the four members of the band. Okay. So, um, you know, I liked them both. I think they were both incredible movies. Okay. But – Bohemian Rhapsody, I favored that one just a little bit more because it, it moved me emotionally. Okay. In that way. <clears throat> all right, all right. So my 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 biggest thing that that I'll ask before we move on to our next our next topic here was that <clears throat> on the acting side, would you say the acting? And I'm not just talking about one person individual. I'm just saying the overall aspect. I already have uh, my answer. Yeah. Okay. Wh- which one is it? Which one's better? Yes. <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. All right, because that was the Rami biggest. Rami Malek, I believe his name is the actor who played yes. um, Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. He fucking owned that role. He mm-hmm. owned it. He <clears throat> made that role his bitch, <laughs> and he he blew everyone's minds away, and it executed across the whole nation and across the world. That movie has been so successful because. That guy blew it away. Now, I will say, now, um, Machine Gun Kelly, I don't know if you know who he is. He's a very famous rapper. Mm -hmm. He is um, playing one of the members of the band. He's the drummer, Tommy Lee, in um, Motley Crue. And he actually does a pretty decent job. I was not expecting much from him because he's fucking Machine Gun Kelly. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I was just like, oh, great, a rapper, whatever. But he actually did a really good job. He's one of my favorite characters in the movie um now there's a guy do you remember um lord bolton from lord uh, lord of the rings jesus shoot me in the foot right now <laughs> lord bolton from game of thrones yes that bastard okay yes so uh he plays the actor who plays lord bolton in game of thrones plays a member of the band huh. in in the dirt in in motley crew okay <clears throat> so he's actually hilarious because he's just very dry, has no personality, he's kind of a dick. He's not nice to anyone. 
and they're like, I love this dude. He's a fucking dick. So it's just like, it's a whole other side of him that I've never seen before. I mean, he's still an asshole. Surprise. <laughs> but it's just a different kind. And it's actually kind of funny. Um, but the acting wasn't bad in the dirt. But uh, like I said, Bohemian Rhapsody is blows it. Okay. Plus, Tops it. Yep. Okay. All right. That that was just my biggest thing because I like I think of of all the comparisons that I've read and gone through of those two in particular, that was the biggest one that I came across was that yeah. the acting. So all right. Well, Wait, that's good. What I'll... were you saying that the acting was better in the dirt? No, 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 no. I oh, I heard me, yes that it, that in particular just one person though. Whereas the you know in the dirt it's like it's good. But it's it doesn't. But it doesn't compare when one person in another movie just outshines everyone else. Yeah, so that's the so. Yeah. But like I said, I I can't have an opinion because I haven't watched. I'm not that type of person. But I will right. watch them. I will I will I will check them out and uh, be prepared for all the craziness in the dirt when that does happen. So um, we got time to talk about this series that. We, we, we have gathered now. Like, you told me about it a few weeks back. Um, I've been wanting to watch it. My wife and I finally, we binged about eight episodes last week. And then this weekend, we just finished it. And we're talking about The Umbrella Academy. So this is a Netflix series, uh, original. It's based off of a, uh, a graphic novel, uh, which yes. is pretty cool. Uh, I'm very intrigued by um, how the characters came to be, and like there is so much to talk about, but at, at the same time, I feel like there really isn't because of the fact that <laughs> I just don't understand how with such an amazing group of characters and such an awesome fucking soundtrack like whoever was in charge of the sound the audio the score of this first season jesus like they are literal jesus like i mean it was fantastic but who the fuck wrote this script because it is <laughs> shit okay like it is from beginning to end complete shit and i will say i will say just to give them a little bit of credit like Whatever they were smoking for the first fucking eight episodes, they got off of it because the last few episodes actually made fucking sense. And <laughs> to that point, the characters actually fucking meshed so well because whatever they were talking about made fucking sense. So uh, for me, I'm like, how in the... I'm looking at my wife and she's like, you're still not happy, are you? And I'm like, I'm disappointed. Let's watch the next one. Because of the fact that it's just like, these are such awesome characters. I want to see what happens. But the story fucks it all up. How how do you mess up? Let me just ask you. The old This is the oldest story in the fucking book, okay? It's the end of the world. Who hasn't read this? Who hasn't wrote about this? And it... <laughs> It is complete shit. Like, what the fuck? Now, before I let you go on, because I know I'm ranting here, but I'm just so pissed off because I felt like it could have been so amazing. Like, I felt like this series really could have been amazing. Like, I'm talking top notch if it was written and just put together so much better. But my favorite is number five. Jesus, I felt a connection to that kid 
And I have to say, Kloss, I don't know what Kloss's number is, but that dude deserves a fucking medal because it was so well acted. Like, so goddamn well acted. So, what are your thoughts, without spoiling too much, on Umbrella Academy? Oh, man. Well, I 100% agree with you on everything you have said about the series 100% hold on let's mark it at 52 minutes episode 42 <laughs> Tisa Bobisa actually fucking agrees with me for once yes for once <laughs> for once on something something all it right it took 32 years <laughs> our entire lives we <laughs> oh, uh, well. all, right. all right so for this series I absolutely agree with you it like i said to you when i first um brought it to your attention in a yeah. couple of episodes ago uh-huh. i said i'm a little lost remember i told you true, I true. Said, this is not making any sense true, i true. don't get it yes um so you guys listening if you listen every week you recall this conversation that we had and at that point i was like halfway through the season so it's really tough when you're halfway through the season and you're confused <laughs> have some kind of idea of what the fuck is going on now here's the thing the script the problem with the script is they they focus really really hard on one aspect of the story and however nothing else outside of that really made any sense towards <laughs> that it's so bad <laughs> Like there, there's a million things going on that don't tie in to no. this huge core of the story, and it's just like, what the fuck? Did they get adopted by some like mentally challenged person? <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't know. I have so many theories going on, and a lot of them revolve around their mother. Yes. Um, and you know the monkey. What's his name again? Pogo. Pogo. Um, just a lot of skeptical, you know, I'm very skeptical about the, the two of those characters, um, Mm -hmm. because they obviously have a lot of the answers and they're not revealing them all. Um, there are several, several moments where you're just kind of like, why didn't you say that before? (laughs) (laughs) You know, why, why was that such a huge thing? You know, so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of moments guys in Umbrella Academy that just don't make sense as Spaniard said, um, I 100% agree that Klaus was amazing. Uh, Klaus is my favorite. He is the one that uh, is able to summon and speak to and see the dead. Yes. um, In ways that he doesn't even understand at this point. So I love, I would love to see his character develop and get more powerful as the seasons come out. I think if I, if nothing else, I'd probably continue watching it simply because of number four is, is Klaus. His okay. Number. It is number four. Okay. Number four and number seven, Vanya. Really? For, For number, number seven. seven. See, she's six or seven. She, yeah, yeah, she's, she's seven. seven. No, no, she's seven. seven. She's, she's the last one. She was, she's, she's, she's the last one, yeah. Vanya, like, for... Oh, go, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll jump in after. I, I just enjoy her because I love her as an actor, number one. I enjoy mm-hmm. seeing her on the screen. I love the energy she brings to all the scenes. Um, it's very mellow and neutral, um, and I love it. I, just, I love her. 
character a lot. I connect mm-hmm. with her kind of like how you connect with number five. I just have a very good bond with that character. Yes. Um, and I really want – I think you know what I want. I can't say it. Yes, yeah. No, I, 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 I but do. I will say <laughs> that I, I just want to see more of Vanya and uh, see what becomes of that family and everything that's going on now after this, the whole thing – is over the seat the season is over now it's just like well now what you know right. so we'll see um it, it like i said i agree with you everything you said made sense to me and um i love klaus and there are so many little quirky little things that he does that cracks me up and oh my makes God. me smile every single episode you know when nothing else makes sense at least i can know that that dude is fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> very so, true yes number four is definitely my favorite 100 percent number 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 four is the best awesome awesome yeah my, my my thing with um ellen page's character uh number seven was the fact that which 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 pissed me off again with the story like ellen page is so good right she is she's so good and i felt like <clears throat> she is so underused <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. tremendously so underused in this series now we don't know what's going to happen we we can at least confirm that season two is being worked on so that, right. like so that is a good sign that is a good sign how this one ended don't know what is going to correlate but i i will say for at least everything else and hoping hey like if you can hear us now whoever you are who wrote this <coughs> Fire them and get somebody else that's better because, like, Jesus, because, oh, man, like. Okay, (sighs) now you realize that we are literally, like, probably one of the two only people on the planet who feel this way about this show. Because I remember when this show first came out, it hit social media like something fierce. Hmm. Everyone was talking about this all over my feeds and just saying, oh, my God, Umbrella Academy, you have to watch this. A couple of my friends were telling me about it. You have to watch this show. So, I mean, did it meet the hype for me? Fuck no, it didn't. (laughs) But did I hate it? Uh, I just want it to have a better story. I love the characters. Yeah. Um, And will I watch the second season? Probably. I will. I, I will. I will. I and and my my yes. only thing is like, I'll admit. I'll I'll be the first one to admit. Like, this is this is one of the first times that I have watched the series like this, and am interested in seeing the second season because everything else was so fucking good. But <laughs> right. god damn it, after every episode, my wife could just look at me and just see the disappointment. She's like, so I'm like, <laughs> no. No, it didn't. And then as soon as it ended, she looked at it and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, come on. You know, like, what the hell? But I, I am I am intrigued to see uh, what they do in the second season. Um, I, I, I will be honest. I It got me enough to look into um, some of the graphic novels. I want to read some of the backgrounds. Get to know a bit more of the characters. Because 110% because the story was so shit. Uh, <laughs> more more of the... Um, I don't know what you would call them. I wouldn't say they're superheroes. But more of the, you know, like uh, special numbered kids or whatever like that. You get to know them a hell of a lot better than some of the other ones. Like, there are at least a solid four that you know all, all about. At least a good amount. And the other ones, you're kind of like, 
Okay, I know what they do, but I don't really know them. So I would really like to get a bit more backstory because the fucking writer didn't give it to us here. And I just want to, <laughs> you know, I feel like it it could maybe make me ease if the story does suck for season two. Maybe I can understand the characters myself a little yeah. bit better. You know who's... Uh... You know who Aaron's favorite character is in the show? If I had to guess, I would say number one. That's a really good guess, but no, it's not him. Ah. Um, I, you know, because we, that's our show. We binged it together. We're okay. sitting there laying in bed and stuff, and uh -huh. we have it on the big TV in the room and stuff. And he's just like, I really like this guy. He's cracking me up. The Asian kid. The, I don't remember what number he is, but he's the dead one. Oh! oh and we are going to do it for episode 42. I want to thank everybody for listening in. We really do appreciate it. We had a ton of more stuff to talk about, but as Tisa Bobisa was just about to say, uh, we got to go ahead and clear it out. So, again, you can listen to us uh, on our Spotify iTunes, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at the Geek Out Podcast, on our Twitter underscore Geek Out Podcast, and on our Instagram at always underscore geek underscore out. Again, I am Spaniard, also known as Eddie. Tisa Mobisa, that's up for you now. I hear you, yes. Hello. <laughs> uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to geek out! <laughs> oh, we are in so much trouble. You can just, like, blurp that out, can't you? Uh, you know what? I feel that we shouldn't. So the viewers can really understand how hard it is to just edit the shit. Especially when it's stuff like this. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're here's the thing, if you're behind on something and you haven't watched it, you got to be like you have to be aware. I mean, how many times have we had to avoid fucking Avengers Infinity War? Like oh, about let's that. let's not go there. So what you're pretty much telling people right now because we're still live, Tisa Babisa. Oh, it's just it's just fucking deal with it. <laughs> nerds man we gotta see these things right away and if you're behind well then sorry charlie <laughs> <laughs>